Hello, hello, my fellow warriors. It's funny, every time I say hello, hello, I can't help but think about my German godson, Lenny, and he was in town, and one afternoon after going on a walk with his mom, he burst through the front door, arms spread as wide as they can be with a big old grin on his face and said, hello, hello. It just cracks me up to this day. But I had a real takeaway from that. I thought to myself, shouldn't we all walk into a room with that kind of an attitude that people should be happy to see us? We should be putting out that kind of energy. Somewhere along the way, we started to think that if we assumed people liked us, if we came in with joy and expectancy that people were happy to see us, that we were somehow conceited or stuck up. Little Lenod is not stuck up. He's obviously not full of himself. Okay, yeah, little kids sort of have the world centering on them. But he really said it with just an assumption. Man, I'd like all of us to do that. That's not what I'm here to talk to you about today, but I couldn't help it but throw that in there when I said hello, hello. What I wanted to talk to you about today is your responsibility. Now, I'm not talking about how you have to clean the house and go to work and all that kind of stuff. I'm talking about the responsibility that you have for your life, for your happiness, for your hope, faith, your peace, your joy, your courage, for laughter, for fun, for being strong. It's your responsibility to do all that, to get all of that, to go after it. And unfortunately, too many of us have spent far too many years putting that responsibility onto other people. Okay, now I'm going to, you know, first I'm going to acknowledge that, of course, when everything's going wonderfully and everybody in your life is in a great place and, you know, your bank account is bulging and things are just going along and everybody's health is good and relationships are wonderful and all that. Of course, it's easier to be happy and have joy and peace and faith and all that when everything's going right. Of course, that's easy. When everything's going wrong, when something big is happening, when all hell breaks loose, it's a little more difficult to be happy, to have joy and peace and all of that. It is, of course. All of those things influence us. Other people have an influence over us. Our heart wants for other people to be in a good place, especially our children and our loved ones. But we can't put that responsibility on other people. They're running their own race. They're dealing with their own beasts. They're dealing with their own stuff. And I know that I put a lot of responsibility on my husband for certain things. And it wasn't fair. A lot of those things were ways in which he wasn't even wired. And I wanted him to act in a way that he had never demonstrated he was going to act. It really wasn't something he was comfortable doing. And yet I wanted him to do certain things that, that I wanted and needed. In, so, in some ways, I feel like I was asking him to play God. Maybe I got lucky that my husband isn't as demonstrative as I would like. He's an amazing person, by the way. But maybe I got lucky that he didn't give me certain things because it really caused me to get down on my knees and sometimes flat on my face and really seek after God. And 
And of course, my daughter and her addiction and, and being shot when she was 18, that of course has forced me right down to the floor too. And and all of that. But speaking of my daughter, talk about putting responsibility on somebody else's shoulders. My goodness. To a certain degree, I probably did it with both of my kids. But definitely Jamie, when she was in her addiction, I just was so singularly focused on that and thought if she would just get better, then I wouldn't have to because that was the cause of all my problems. And you might have something going on in your life that's the same way. It could even be a boss not treating you right. A friendship headed in the wrong direction. Maybe a divorce. Could be any number of things that are happening. And you're thinking, if this one thing would just settle out, if that over there would just get better, if this person would change their behavior, then my whole life would get better. Okay, you know, I'm always going to be truthful. Okay, let's be truthful. If everything does get better, you probably will feel better. If your son or daughter stops using drugs and starts living a productive life, of course you're going to be more hopeful. If you find that that spouse that's just such a great fit for you, that will make you happier. If that boss of yours gets canned, you'll probably do cartwheels in the office. Of course, these outside influences will make you happier. But sometimes when I sit back and I think about, and I use my daughter's addiction because it's such a big one and it's a good example. You might not have anything in your life, anything close to this, but you can still use this, um, this philosophy. So I'm sitting there thinking sometimes about Jamie's addiction and all I went through with that and thinking, yeah, it definitely would have been better if she would have just got herself clean and headed down a different path. No question. But there was a lot of damage that was done during that period and damage that I was already carrying around from my childhood and other relationships. There was already damage here. I already had scars. I already had stuff. I already had beasts before the big old, you know, fat codependent enabler beast joined the party. I already had stuff. So even if all of that would have turned out differently, even if my daughter hadn't been murdered, even if the whole thing had turned out differently, I'd still have stuff. And so that's the same with you. It, no matter what settles out and what changes, and I hope that things do change. I hope other people do start working on their lives and get themselves into a better place. I do hope that boss stops picking on you. I do hope that your financial situation changes. I do hope a lot of things get better, but we can't afford to wait for that. We can't afford to just leave it out there like tossed in the wind you know, like a rowboat out in the ocean. We're just being tossed around. You know, there's so many things we do not have control over. But we do have control over ourselves. Even though it might not seem like that at times. <laughs> it seems like we're out of control quite often. But we have got to stop placing the responsibility, the finger pointing. It seems so weird to me that we are living in an age where, I've, I mean, I didn't grow up in a, in a, age where this was happening so much, so much finger pointing, blame shifting. Everybody's got hurt feelings over everything. I'm not discounting your feelings. We should acknowledge our feelings, but sometimes we just take it too far. We're offended over everything. And that really causes us to be victims and it causes us to, to shift focus and responsibility on other people. 
We just got to stop that. We don't know what other people are going to do. We can't control them. If you have people in your life that are so terrible, that are really causing you, you know, hardship, you might want to think about walking away from them, even if it's for a period of time or drawing your line in the sand and, and not allowing them to impact you so much. You can do that. You can be responsible for that. That's also one of my nine weapons of hope, and I can't wait for our new programs and everything to be out soon. Hopefully, within a few weeks here, we'll have everything out and a whole new website and everything. By the way, go to ValerieSilvera.com and make sure you're on my email list so you can learn about everything. And if you want to, join my Trauma Disruptors Facebook group because that's where I'm, I'm giving a lot more encouragement and um, hopefully you're subscribed to this podcast and I will let you know about things here as well. But um, one of what, what was I saying? Where was I? I know. <laughs> one of my nine weapons of hope that are also called the nine actions and, and they're still relevant, but is to is the building your circle of strength. And your circle of strength is your people. It's your relationships. It's your expectations of those relationships and where we have people residing in this circle is so critical because hurt feelings happen when a lot when we have expectations of people that are unrealistic. Sometimes people are just rude and mean and jerks, but sometimes it's us placing unrealistic expectations on people. And so I'm going to be really excited for you to work through the circle of strength and even if you have one of my books or workbooks, and if you want to get one of those in the meantime, go right ahead. Because even if you do that, and then we, you know, put out our nine weapons of hope, there will be some repetitive things in there, but who cares? We all need to keep, we, we need to have reinforcement of concepts, but there'll be a lot of new things that, well, the circle of strength will be less new than the other weapons because it's already, you know, set the way it is, but um, and it doesn't matter. In any case, you'll you'll get new uh, perspectives and everything. So th that would be something really that's kind of a side note there. But that will help you if you start learning how to manage expectations and where you have people residing in your circle. Because that can be the source of so much frustration for us. I really want you to begin really make that decision, make a commitment that you are going to start taking responsibility for yourself, your health, your happiness, your joy, your faith, your peace, your patience, your fun, your laughter, your balance. You're responsible for all of that. Okay, so this whole idea of not placing your responsibility the responsibility for your happiness and all of the things that you want in your life on other people. First of all, number one, it's not cool. It's not cool. It's not right. And lots of times we are placing that responsibility on people who aren't wired that way, as I mentioned earlier with my husband, Rich, or we're putting that responsibility. Think this is a big one. We're putting the responsibility on somebody who's dealing with something huge. They're carrying around a big old beast. Like in the case of my daughter and her addiction. Really? You don't think that was big enough for her to carry around? And now I place the burden of my happiness on her shoulders? Wow, Valerie, I feel like slapping my own face right now. That was terrible. It was understandable, but it wasn't cool. 
also, it's futile. I mean, no matter how many times I tried to guilt trip Jamie, I tried to, you know, cry and, and plead and, you know, tell her about this person or that person, what she was missing out on. And don't you remember this and blah, blah, blah. I tried everything. It was futile. It never worked. But I guarantee you, it made her feel worse. I thought maybe all of that would cause her to change. And that's not to say we shouldn't have discussions with people who are on the wrong track or making bad decisions or in addiction or whatever. Of course we should. And we should let them know how people feel. But this constant, 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 you know, if she would just change, that wasn't helping anybody. And then the third reason really is that time is too precious. It's too precious to wait. It's too precious to waste. I mean, we, we just don't know what the future holds. We just don't. I mean, the future is full of unknowns and uncertainty. But one thing is certain. You can control what you think, what you say, what you do, and to a certain degree, your feelings. So why don't you do that? Why don't you take the responsibility back and say, yeah, you know, this thing has happened to me. But, but you know what? I'm, I'm going to take responsibility. You don't, you don't have to take responsibility for that thing happening to you if somebody else caused it. But you do have to take responsibility for how you react to it and how you continue to move forward now with it. I mean, what are you going to do? I mean, you can roll up in a ball and be a victim and say, well, this horrible thing happened to me and it's not my fault. All of that may be true, but where is that going to get you? And how good is that going to be for the other people in your life? Somebody out there needs you. Somebody needs your wisdom, your courage, your strength, your resolve. Somebody needs to see you taking responsibility for your happiness so they believe that they can do it too. It's time we got to disrupt all this trauma. We have to quit carrying it around with us. We have to disrupt it. We have to say, okay, I've got all these scars and all this stuff, but I can use it. I can use it for good. I can change. I can take something from it. Don't let it just sit there as this awful thing. This one thing that's happened to you, you may not be able to think of it as good. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I, I have a hard time finding anything good about my daughter being murdered. But when I look at the totality of the last, say, 20 years, when I look at all of it, the result of me using this hardship, this heartbreak, living with this hole in my heart, when I look at the whole thing, there is a lot of good. That one thing wasn't good. Jamie's addiction wasn't good. But in totality, I have found some good from it. And you can do that too. Whatever's going on in your life, you can use it. Don't waste it. There's always opportunity, no matter what we're going through. So take responsibility. It's your time. Your time is now. The world is waiting for you. Your story matters. So live it courageously. 